If you're an average player, you want to be left alone, right? Because you want to be able to slide by. If you're a good player, you want to be coached. If you're a great player, you want to coach and tell you the truth every day. Did I hustle on that play? Did I make the right read? Did I play the guy with the right leverage? You want to know every play. Because you know why? They want to be perfect. Everybody here makes a choice to do one of those three things. Welcome to the GOAT Consulting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to people striving to be a GOAT, the greatest of all time, serving it up in a way that you can get it in all stages of life. Hey, I'm Colby Jubinville, and welcome to another episode of the GOAT Consulting Podcast. I feel like I've done this before. In studio today. A few times now. As always, to the right, the CEO, founder, and, and a person who's constantly expanding from goat turf to goat sports to goat imprints, Tyler Burnett. To the goat empire, Tyler Burnett. What is the goat imprint? Tell us about that. Share it with the audience. It is uh, partly. <laughs> it now has become a family business. You got a, you got a mafia over there now. Why is it funny? Uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking about Coach Pete, the voice. <laughs> That's a great voice. It is a great voice. Uh, it is basically uh, promotional and branding. Yeah. So from logo conception to uh, a truck wrap to a van wrap to a wall wrap to shirts to hats to banners to signs to really anything and everything branding yeah. you know I, I go to his facility the other day and, and we'll get to your introduction here in just Thank a second you. but you know I walk in and insecure <laughs> I walk in and and there's this like seventy thousand dollar printer and I think to myself, we all have one in our living room. What, 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 right, what is going on? It's another profit center. Goat imprints. And you got you, you it is now goat is now a, a super family business. Not it's only a your, Walmart. Not, as only, not only your dad involved, but you got your cousin involved, JR. And my other cousin, Brian. And Brian. So JR is is running the, the shop for uh the imprints and they're gonna do a great job. I think it's setting people up for success and he's super creative and, and driven, but doesn't love the business aspect, and that's what I do love. Yeah. So what you better than to put a team together? And you don't build an empire without making a lot of mistakes along the way. No doubt. I was I was about to go there. And and let me just go ahead and admit my mistake is not introducing, which is our, our topic for today, is not introducing the person that's always to my left that rolled in from Brentwood, Tennessee, that, that does have a really cool shirt on. And you're getting known for that. Our audience, it's what the feedback that I'm getting is they're saying, what shirt is John going to wear this time? That's what I get asked on the street every and day. And I can make your next one. even better this is the goat consulting podcast and we do serve it up in a way that we that you can get it it's sticky it's sticky we're getting we're not going down this road again my comments we're getting one idea every time it's 25 minutes up to 25 minutes of love straight from us to you today our topic in studio because love's not canceled love isn't canceled in studio today our topic is mistakes Mistakes we've made in business, in life. I have a the, large data set. The, yeah, I know you do. The lessons that we learned from it. One of the mistakes was that I opened from Carl, a Mountain Dew here. It takes me back to my childhood days, but probably not good for me. Yeah, your legs are like... <clears throat> yeah, I'm shaking. This right now. The mistakes that we made along the way in business and life, the lessons that we learned, and then I think the coolest part, much like the Caterpillar, the reinvention. Mm. The reinvention. 
Ooh, the caterpillar. The caterpillar. Mm, Phoenix. The goat. The goat. The greatest of all time. And so what is a goat? We know it in business. We know it in sports, not business. We know it in sports. It's easy to see in sports. It's the people that make everybody around them better. They're recognized for their for their greatness. You know, when I think about reinvention mm. and goat, the first person I go to, and I know, I saw uh, I saw you scary. listening the other day, Molly Cyrus. Oh, oh. <laughs> she came back like a wrecking ball. <laughs> naked on a wrecking ball. Golly. Yes, uh, I did say. I have once been naked on a wrecking ball also. I believe that. It's a we're story not, for a future podcast. We're not, we're not You'll going have to down stay tuned. Your, your, your University of Georgia Tell your friends. Days. Tell your lovers. <laughs> That's that, right. Is Georgia playing football tomorrow? Come on. Anyway, Alabama is 230 versus A&M, CBS. Make sure you check that out. But we all make mistakes along the way. Right? Absolutely. We all make mistakes. Can't grow without those. Can't, you can't. Miley. You can't. Molly Cyrus. Yeah. Oh so let me share mine. Um, Please. How about Netflix? Ooh. I mean, 2011. Do you remember, like, you wow. would you would, you would would tell them what you want, you'd have a cue, and they would send you an envelope in the mail yeah. with a DVD in it. Stupid. Somebody in 2011 had the idea, what if we did like digital streaming? And, and somebody said, you're an idiot and you're fired. Wow. And a few years later, they thought, hey, let's revisit that idea and look what's happened today. Complete Caterpillar Phoenix moment. Yeah. Netflix, comeback story. Stock is through the roof. I mean, what's the latest Netflix binge you've had? Cobra Kai. Oh, Cobra Kai. His dojo. His dojo. You know what I put John David on the other day is the playbook because you posted something about that. My, so my mother sent that to me. Hey, mom. God, it was a mom. hey, mom moment right there. It was awesome. Hey, mom. Well, you got um, you got a goat or are we just going to jump right in it today? We're just jumping right in it. Okay. Let's do it. So I, I want John. I want John. I'm, uh, the anticipation has been building for like the for last John's 10 story. minutes for John. For my story. Yes. <laughs> You're not going to say it? Oh, the Netflix. Netflix is what we were waiting on. Then. Netflix, you were waiting on that. That yeah. was the GOAT. Yeah, so... The mistake. Let me share a career mistake. Oh. This is probably what you're thinking. Okay. Um, I've spent a large portion of my career uh, probably... In sales. Uh, in, in the sales world. Yep. I had my own shop, in a sense, for the first 10 and a half years and then spent about six years on the corporate side, and now as a partner. Uh, for the majority of my career, outside the last three years, my mindset when I would talk to, and I love how you're drinking Mountain Dew and coffee, coffee. at the coffee. same time. Okay. This was a mistake. <laughs> as you just Dick, finished it. <laughs> yeah, I'm over here shaking. So I remember probably the, the vast majority of my career, 16 of my 19 years, my mindset going in to meet with, potential clients was, I have all the answers, here's why I'm the best, and here's why you should hire me. Yeah. And three years ago, I realized how awful that was and yep. what a mistake that was. And it totally shifted me when I remember sitting down with you know, the firm I currently work with now with Lockton and, and asking them, what makes you unique? What makes you different? And I remember they gave me some some stock answers, you know, largest privately held, well, all great stuff, right? But the thing that really connected with me was when somebody said, when we sit down with an employer, we try to help them find the right partner, and it may not be us. And I thought, 
that what you want is the vulnerability that has been missing with me and business, life, relationships. And truthfully, I think it's the biggest thing we all miss in life, business, and relationships. But it was it was a connection for me like I had never experienced. And mm-hmm. I thought, that I can believe in. And it was a philosophical alignment that I've never experienced before. The takeaway there is it was high intent. It was abundant. And it brought about what I really wanted, which was connection. People are going to do business with people they know, like, and trust, right? That's beautiful. I love what you just said. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is true. Yeah. That is beautiful. And, and, you know, if you look at vulnerability, which is one of the things that um, that I step back and look at how much you've evolved in the last 18 months. If you think about vulnerability, Brene Brown says it's the vulnerability goat. is, 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 gotcha, gosh, the goat. Goat. is the risk, Where uncertainty, and emotional exposure. Me too. Risk, Can uncertainty. You say that again? I- yeah, emotional exposure. She said that uh, that vulnerability is about risk, uncertainty, and emotional exposure. Mm-hmm. And I think That's about good. I think about the environment that we live in today, and everybody wants to talk about. And the buzzword now is vulnerability, right? Definitely. But but here's the reality: is and and they all want to blame it on COVID. That we're so vulnerable now because of COVID. And the reality is this: is that we were vulnerable before. That's right. We just weren't aware of it. And it was this pandemic moment that forced everybody to take a step back. And I think the vulnerability comes in thinking about the mistakes that you made and the regret that you had along the way. But along with those mistakes. We call those the vulnerability hangover. The vulnerability hangover. But along with those mistakes, what what you learn are lessons that then help you reinvent. Uh, look no further than I think probably the greatest goat that's about mistakes, lessons, and reinvention is Mike Tyson. Mm. Bit off somebody's ear during during a boxing. How many do you know that's bit off somebody's ear? I think I know one other person. <laughs> <laughs> but bit off Tyler somebody, looks afraid. Bit off somebody's ear. And, well, because Tyler didn't know that. Tyler does not keep up with pop culture. Oh. But biting off ears? Yeah, Tyson. I played baseball with Mike Tyson's son, <laughs> so I know very much. Well, did you know so. that he bit off his? Oh, absolutely! Okay. One of the first okay. conversations we had. And then he's in the and then he's in the movies in the Hangover. Crushed it in the Hangover. Crushed it. Did you <laughs> like that? Had a yeah, tiger. That's a, a heck of a movie. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a great movie. Darth Vader made a lot of mistakes. He did. Reinvented himself. He did. Almost stayed in every. Yeah. Freaking Star Wars movie. I mean, what a vulnerable moment with his son. Like, this, I'm, I am your father. I mean, that's that's as vulnerable and raw as it gets. Every son wants to hear that. Producer Carl, you had one. What was it? Robert Downey Jr. And I mean, produ- producer Carl's getting all philosophical on us, and he says that the character that he became in the Marvel comics is really the evolution of who he became in real life. Ooh, that's good. Carl. Even Carl's getting <laughs> serving it up in a way that people can get it yes, today. Yes, I love it. We love it. <laughs> oh, John, thank you for making the drive today. <laughs> you know, if I look back on my life and think about the mistakes that I've made, and, and yes, there there are many. Um, I think about uh, Millsaps and going to school there. And uh, I went to school there because uh, I couldn't go to Rhodes, and that's a different story for another time. Uh, and I thought that going to Millsaps was a mistake for me, but I still did it, and it ended up being a life-changing experience for me. And the reason that I thought it was a mistake, because I got to the end to graduate, 
And to graduate from Millsaps, you have to go through oral comprehensive exams. No one told me this. If they did, I would not have gone to school there. So in this moment, I'm you thinking... You mean you wouldn't have gone somewhere that re required you to be able to talk your way through something? Right. I wouldn't. I, who, because, who is that guy? But, well, that Curry. guy... That guy was, that, was guy, that guy was a 20-year-old scared to death, worried about his future. Mm. But, again, what is the topic for today? Mistakes, lessons we've learned in reinvention. And so... To go, to go through that and graduate, you had to go through oral comprehensive exams. Well, this is the mindset that I had for my 20-year-old self. I've paid the money. I've played football. I've added value on the football team. I've made Bs or less in every class. Or less as in A's? Uh, less, <laughs> the other way. No, no A's. No A's. My first semester, three F's and one C. It was a long road ahead. Wow, mistakes. Mistakes. <laughs> and so, so I didn't prepare because I said to myself, they're going to let me graduate. And I didn't prepare. And so I go in there, and it's five and a half hours, and it's all the classes that I took at Millsaps, Old South, New South, Arab-Israeli content, uh, co conflict, the Great Depression, all these, the foremost expert. These guys have mm -hmm. written 30 books on the subject. And I'm sitting there in front of these people, and they're asking me these questions. And the questions in the beginning were all about whiskey. Can you tell us about the whiskey tax? Can you tell us about the whiskey rebellion? Can you tell us about whiskey and the colonization of America? I know that you can. And, and I think that what they were saying is that we know that you partied over at the Capistic House, and we're going to make you suffer. I think that's what was going on. So I said pass, and you had three passes. <laughs> In pass, this, pass, pass. That, I burned them all right there in the beginning. And then for the next four Final hours, friend. it was just, I wanted to. <laughs> in the next four hours, it was just total pain. And so I failed. They called me in and, and they didn't say, you'll love the wording on this. They didn't say, Colby, you failed. They said, Colby, we think you'd benefit by coming back and retaking these exams. And you only had one more shot. If you failed at that point, then you couldn't, you couldn't graduate. So I called my mom in tears because that's the only person you can call at that time. And I said, hey, mom, I, I failed this oral comprehensive exam. And, and I said, I'm just going to come back to Mobile and go to South Alabama and graduate. And my mom said, the hell you are. She said, you've paid that money, and you're going to go over there and talk to somebody. And you're going to figure out what to do, and you're going to fix this. Wow. So I sat there in my room for about two days, finally got my courage to go back over there to where I failed, and I walked into this one professor, and he said, Colby, I'll never forget, and this is the lesson that I learned. He said, Colby, you have all the confidence in the world on the football field, but you have zero confidence in the classroom. I've watched it. Wow. He said, I'm going to give you the question and the answer, and I'm thinking to myself, is he sweet talking to me? Is he lying to me? Why is this guy going to give me the answer to the question? So he does, and I prepare, and I go back in there, and for five hours, four and a half hours, whatever it was, I went through the whole process. He asked me that question, and I passed the exam. And the lesson that I learned, and it's a powerful lesson for our audience and for everyone that listens globally to the Go Consulting Podcast, over. is to show up prepared. Show up prepared. Hmm. That's the lesson that I learned. The mistake that I learned, the mistake that I went through was, I'm just going to show up and, and wing my way through it. Now, what happened through that was that process unlocked something inside of me that said, I'm going to go, and I'm going to go get a PhD, and I'm going to teach other people how to show up 
and be who they are in life and be prepared. That led to another reinvention after going through it to say that I wanted to coach, teach on an ever-increasing stage. That's good. The defining moment. Total defining moment. Made me who I am. What about you, my friend? Mistakes that you've made along the way and lessons that you learned in the reinvention. There's so many. That came along. Um, and you better not say meeting me. <laughs> Probably one of my biggest – it's so hard to say that it's a mistake or not. Looking back at the end, it, hindsight, it definitely feels like one. But being at the car manufacturer that I worked for. Very good. Um, I was there five years, and I knew after about the first six months, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. There's no windows. <laughs> I'm on night shift. <laughs> My degree's in entrepreneurship. Yeah. That all seems to make sense. And it just just is like, you know, when you know, you know. Yeah. And it's like, what are you doing right now? This is, you know, like you say in the 50s, you know, you figure, finally figure out. Yeah, this is what I really want. And that's, I was trying to figure that out, right? So just got done playing baseball and uh, and the world hits you right in the face, you know. You got to go get a job, like everybody says. That's right. And Get in the game. Got to get in the game and and six months in and staying for the next four and a half years and not having the belief in myself, not having the confidence. Part of it was my community. My community was Nissan. My family was Nissan. And then obviously I was going there every day and that's the friends that I had. So it it was all wrapped up in that, right? The people who work there. Um, And just not having the confidence to just say, not that this is a bad place for some people. It's just not for me. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, thinking where to where Goat Turf is right now, I do ask myself, what if? What what if I would have started it at 26? But, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. And uh, you had to learn that lesson. I had to learn that. I had to learn. I had to make that mistake and learn it. One, and, of, uh, one of the things that I talk about is that you're not ready until you're ready. And, and there mm-hmm. are so many things, while that yeah. while that is a mistake, and the mistake I think that I've heard you talk about when you tell that story is not trusting yourself soon enough. Yeah. But the, the, the reinvention part to that is that there's so many hard skills that you learned along the way 100%. through the manufacturing process that, that gave you the pieces to the puzzle to sit down and take an idea— Go turf, mm-hmm. and then eighteen months later, turn it into the the largest distribution center for turf. Where in the southeast? Uh, well, not the, not the largest distribution, but largest warehouse, largest eastern warehouse. half of the U.S. Eastern and then half the U.S. largest turf company in Tennessee. Yeah, you know, definitely. Yeah, and, um, and do you think you could have done that without the experience of? Probably not, because I, I do think the the habits that you learn. Yeah, uh, the. The cost and you know, being efficient with cost, with with time, systems, uh, systems, processes, yeah. um, and developing people because you have to do that there. Yeah, you know what? One of the best, the, all the best lessons for me in life easily transcend in conversations around business, life, and relationships, and parenting. I could say, and so mm-hmm. as I heard, you know, as Still I heard, as I heard you. You ever not, right? <laughs> As I heard you talk about that, like one of the things that I try to, I struggle with and probably have in the past, may, hopefully a little bit less today, but with my kids is letting them go through those challenges and not yeah. trying to step in and stop it, right? That's because the 100% biggest 
thing I have right now. Because it's the biggest you, struggle I face in life right now. Yeah, because you you had to go through that, to your point, right, Colby? Mm-hmm. To You had to go through that, Tyler, to be able to have what you have today. But if somebody would have stepped in and said, you know, Professor Ellis, just, God, you got a good spot. Just stay there. <laughs> ride it out, <laughs> right? Like, and I struggle with that with my kids and knowing when to step back, say, okay, you got to learn this lesson and not say it to them in that yeah. way, but encourage them in that way to really lean in and go after it without having to step in and take over. That's tough for me. They're hardwired. I, you go away from the authoritative, and you said it earlier in one of our last pieces, Yeah, going away from the authoritative, because that's not a true leader. Yeah. yeah. Be a leader that's that people— Lead without authority. People yeah. Yeah. Be a leader that people want to follow, not have to follow. Mm. You know, sp- speaking of kids, I— um. You have some. I do. Jack, 18, going on 40. Mary Burke, 15, going on 35 to 40. Um, and you're and your six-month-old. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, that's me. I've got, I've got one of those. Yeah. Um, you kind of made me a little nervous there. <laughs> I'm thinking, does he, something, does he know something I don't know? Uh, but I, but it, she was about five, six, and I said, if you do that, I'm going to spank you. Mm. And she said, no, you're not. <laughs> and I said, I'm telling you, if you did. And she said, no, you won't. She said, because if you do, I will not talk to you again. And she did it. She crossed the line, and I spanked her one good time. And she said, I'm not talking to you anymore. And she wow. went up to her room, and three weeks later, oh gosh, after trying to get her to talk to me, she goes, I will talk to you as long as you don't do that ever again. <laughs> Did you learn your lesson? Oh, yeah. So I've you, learned my lesson. Who's parenting who? <laughs> I, I live I in that, that world. That may be your next book. <laughs> um, the critical piece is that we all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. The critical piece is that what do we learn from it? Mm-hmm. All those things that you learned from that car manufacturing plant are all elements of your success today. And critical to success. Absolutely. All those things that you learned in in getting your face kicked in in sales early on. Yeah. And and then finally waking up one day and saying, This is not about me. Yeah. It's about them. Mm-hmm. And then the reinvention. You know, each each stage, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, there's an iteration of our life. Um My for Jerry years. Maguire moment. Yeah. For years I've wanted to do to do this podcast and, and it takes finding the right people mm-hmm. and then getting the right message and then building hey, that community. To go back on your point. And I think that my sales strategy has almost mirrored kind of what you're saying. I remember early on, like, really need to get this deal, really need to get this deal. And it was mm-hmm. all about me, right? Kind of yeah. Is that kind of how you feel, too? Like, it was mm-hmm. all about you. Like, mm-hmm. I need to get this deal. I need to make this money. I wouldn't have put it that way, but it but, was. And that's it, exactly so what So now, that's, that's the way I was early, right, is I got a target. I got to hit it. Instead of just doing the right thing and offering the right solution to the customer's challenge, or what they were facing. Like, you weren't trying to help them solve a problem. You were trying to help you solve your problem. And I think that's the same thing that I have transitioned over the last two years is that I was trying to push, I'm I'm this good. We're this good because of this, like you said. And now it's starting to be, well, maybe I don't have the best solution for you. Mm -hmm. And I think that was part of the transition was not making it about yourself so much. And that's what I've been doing too. I mean, I've probably really transitioned over the last four months, probably, to saying, you know, it's not it's not all just about what I can do. It's about what I can do for them. 
and being able to offer that solution. Well, I, I'm probably not saying that in the best well, way. You're, you're, you're talking about the part. You're, you're always what it's I about see, the, making the, the pie bigger. Yeah, the partnership. Yes. And, and when people approach you without that, without that in mind, it, it really pushes you away. I think my my close rate has gone up so much because what like what you said is that I haven't gone. I've gone at it at a whole completely different approach, and I haven't realized it till you said that. But as I've seen the success build more over the last few months, I do believe it's because of what you said yeah. is what that I have started the transition into doing, yeah. and I have to influence and lead my team because I think my team, I think I have coached my team, and like you got to hit these targets, we got to go, like this is where we want to be thinking that I'm being the best coach. But from what you said, I don't think that I've been the best coach because I haven't done, I haven't done that. Like figure out what they need and figure out what we need yeah. to make it a win-win relationship instead of a win for us. They're not just trying to go win deals. Right. Make it make sense for what we need and what the customer needs. So I think that's a piece I've learned from today. Yeah. You know, and speaking and serving it up a way you can get it. Thanks for serving up the way I can get it. There, there you go. go. And I uh, yeah, I love it. Mistakes, lessons that we've learned. So along that's a the mistake way. I've made. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Yeah, give him a round of applause. I'm proud of him for doing that. You <laughs> don't have vulnerable. to go see your therapist this week. He's got a vulnerability <laughs> hangover after this. Postpone. Postpone. <laughs> mistakes. <laughs> you know, all, all goats make mistakes. All goats learn lessons. All goats reinvent. I'm gonna. I'm gonna close us up. I think with probably the greatest reinvention story oh, wow. about a goat in the history of mankind. Wow. I already shared Netflix. Well, this is better. Blockbuster? Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> I still have my Blockbuster card, but no. Yeah, that's all this, this goes back to, maybe you remember this person, Chris Gaines. Mm. Who before he was Chris Gaines was? It was Garth Brooks. <laughs> And still is. And after Chris Gates, he was <laughs> Garth, Brooks. Garth Brooks, the greatest reinvention of all time and God, mistake God, and lessons awesome. learned was Chris Gaines to Garth Brooks. What Carl, do you agree with that? What was he thinking? What was he thinking? What was he thinking? He was listening to some producers. He made some mistakes, but he learned along the way. And you know what? Who got us through the pandemic right in the middle of it? Him and his beautiful wife—I don't know her name. I'm sure Trisha Yearwood. Trisha Yearwood. Well, I mean, he—I I don't keep up. I just keep up with Chris and Garth. But he learned a lesson. We all did from that. We <laughs> and we, and we'll leave it right there, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, from Pod Studio One. This is the Goat Consulting Podcast. <laughs>